Well, he flies in the sky in a suit of red. He's in full body armor, doesn't need a sled. Yeah, his girl Pepper Potts keeps things clean and calm. So he drinks eggnog till he's totally bombed. He's a little Tony Stark. Little Tony Stark. He's a little Tony Stark. Little Tony Stark. Christmas, Iron Hey everyone! Hey Jason, hey. how you doing? I'm doing good. I'd like to say welcome. I want to say welcome too to the Fan Boy Planet Podcast. Yay! Super. Here's Derek McCaw, your host today. Fun improv. That's two words. <laughs> Take it. Take it, McCaw. Take it. Thank you. This is. Is that a warm-up exercise? <laughs> Somewhat sheepish <laughs> acting. They're working Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanplayPlanet.com, podcasting Wednesday, you, you, December 22nd. You can't see this, but they're shaking hands from now. <laughs> <laughs> Elusive Comics and Games, 2725, Elkham and Real, Suite 104. Take two tonight. Anyway. <laughs> that was my uh, line. <laughs> if you didn't realize from the way that intro went. Uh, so, let's introduce. We got It's uh, the pre-Christmas episode, so we got a lot of people coming home for Christmas. Anybody want to sing this song? Uh, so, anyway, uh, we've got a question to my left uh, who can only talk in uh, single words. My what is <laughs> pretty lawn Lopez. 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 <laughs> you would think that Although, would get old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really sad? That's more articulate than Lon usually is. Uh, greed. Uh, <laughs> am, I, am I allowed to Yes, in? That yes, was Lon. Please. Next to him, of course, helping him out. I his, the group building the, exercise, The left right? half of, a brain, of his brain. The, the better half. Jason Salazar. Not really. <laughs> Thank you for having me once again. Always glad to have you. married. Always glad to have you, Jason. Just for tonight. Merry Christmas. And uh, always glad to be had. All right. And, of course, having driven up from L.A. just to be on this podcast This is podcast the only today. reason why I drove up. Right. I didn't even realize it was Christmas this week. No, just just to be on the podcast. <laughs> this was it. I'm going back after this. Okay. And my name is Sean Becker, and uh, I am glad to be here. So thank right. you, everybody. Excellent. And uh, around the table again. Troy Benson, once again, glad to be here. Always glad to have Troy on and for us to be sitting at the same table at the same time. And the guy whose only job is to make sure the microphones are actually recording, Rick Brett Snyder. And I failed. We love you, Rick. Oh, and, uh, and of course, quietly hiding between two people. Stephanie Rodriguez. Yay! Yay! And she didn't curse. I know that. That was why we started over. I was so worried about that. There was a swear earlier. Uh, I I missed it. That was a bonus. That was it. All righty, (laughs) censored version. So, so what's new, Derek? (laughs) I know. It's such a smooth segue. The last time. No. uh, So we got comics news, movie news, uh, which probably Sean will be. You guys hear about the president? Yeah, let's talk about that. (laughs) We got two presidential quotes this week. Did you say where we're broadcasting from? I did. Okay, I did. But you were in because it's a noisy. It's a noisy. In La La Lopez land at the time. I always am. I know. It's a very busy store tonight. The recovery is happening right here. Right here. And uh, in fact, that's probably why Obama (laughs) was addressing Congress. (laughs) 
Today, President Obama addressed Congress and quoted Spider-Man telling the Republicans that he needed to remember that with greater power comes greater responsibility. And yesterday, Marvel actually quoted an earlier president. FDR. FDR, and said that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And what was the other quote from a president? Almost president. Well, uh, oh, and then uh, Sean brought up just minutes oh, ago. Just I went deja bringing vu. up this news uh, reminds me of the time that John McCain had quoted the thing in one of his speeches by saying it's clobbering time. And I just don't remember that. And Lyndon Bain Johnson during the uh, Vietnam War used uh, Johnson Smash. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that one for some reason, and that's actually where I think the Bill term Clinton used from. that one too. <laughs> no, oh, can we do Clinton jokes? <laughs> Clinton <laughs> smash. No, 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 no. Clinton still said Johnson smash <laughs> though. Yeah, that was exactly. Right. So, thanks for explaining it. <laughs> wow. I got a visual. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. They're anyway, shaking hands again. Fear itself. <laughs> that, was that was great. That was amazing. Fear itself is the new Mighty Marvel crossover that, uh, well, no, it's not a crossover. It's a big event. Event. There will only be seven issues self-contained, but they've already broken that rule by saying there will be a uh, prequel or a prologue issue uh, separate from that seven issues. So it's really eight issues already. Uh, and they say, but several other books will be talking about it. So I have a feeling it's going to be the same. Did you, see the, did you see the art for that they have for this with all the different characters? Yes. Yeah. It'd be cool if they had a red skull on the if cover. If you would actually. It would uh, be, wouldn't it? I had heard yeah. about Eating the, cover. the uh, yeah. On uh, Family Planet, I actually did post that art. Excellent. Uh, so uh, Is this about I mean, Mr. Fear? Uh, we don't know. So who are eight, they going to fear? Eight major heroes up against the god of fear, which Rick says would be Phobos, who, who is Killed in the Hercules series. Phobos sounds like a dirty clown. He was actually a. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually the son of Ares. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm back on the dirty clown thing. That's, uh, I'm working so right that's past he's the coming dirty back clown. To life. Right. Okay, Derek, who are the eight heroes? We don't know all of them. But the we Fantastic Four is half of them. Uh, well, and three yeah, of them. No, okay. Because there won't be four. Well, the art showed Thor. There will only be three. Thor. So five more. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Power Pack. That's the, the other Hulk, four. Iron Man. Captain Iron. America. Obviously not Daredevil. I know. You would think you would get Daredevil, the man without not fear. A, he's not he's a hero the guy who right comes now. in and saves How the day. How convenient. Oh. Because he's not afraid. Wait, I thought Black Panther was the new man without fear. Right. So you right should now. get him. Yeah, oh. maybe. Um, and they just said tangentially the Fantastic Four would be involved. Cyclops. Cyclops was also shown. Right, right. Yeah, they showed so. Cyclops in Magneto's armor. Because you think of Cyclops as one of the top eight heroes in the uh, Marvel Universe. He's the wild card. Is he? I don't know. He's a big character in the X-Men. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. He was the first X-Men. But nobody reads he? the X-Men. Not anymore. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Well, people read it, but they just don't understand. I it. don't. I don't try and push my Marvel on you. I know. I appreciate that. Uh, Matt Fraction is writing, and I like Matt Fraction. Stuart yep. Eminen is doing the art, and uh, Fraction did a video that made him look like what's the guy from WikiLeaks? Uh, Julian Assange. Yeah, from broadcasting from a bunker of fear. Clever. Yeah, we didn't watch that. So when's this come out? Uh, it comes out in April. It's so, three ninety nine per so issue. So when when do I not have to buy it? April. Uh, April. Okay. April. Uh, April. It. Well, you can start make fun, making fun of it in May. Got it. Wasn't there another big crossover supposed to come out that we were supposed to be looking forward to from Marvel this year? Uh, wasn't the Heroic Age? But I don't think that was the Heroic Spend Age War. Going on. Spend War. That's really <laughs> yeah, that it. Was yeah. it. Yeah. Cash grab. Well, that whole, <laughs> somebody was talking about that whole Marvel lowering price, but also lowering page count. And yeah. so there's going to be a question. Oh, and DC as DC. well. It's going yeah. down to 299, right. but it's 20 pages of story instead of 21. Or oh, so one less two that. page splash page? For a dollar less. Oh. 
I, I'm saying that's a decent trade. Now, now, can you purchase the splash page separately, just by itself? They can have like only, a only in the digital adver- edition. Oh, gotcha. Special edition. Well, yeah, go ahead. Troy. Sorry, does that mean they're going to be getting rid of the eight-page backups? In some Most books, likely. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Thank okay. God. Oh, like the oh, second features that they've got going. Second features. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're still kind of unclear about that, and they're not. They're both still fighting over market share. So, it, it, the two ninety nine drop is to sort of like allow the to customer to take the same, yeah. same money. Yeah. So you buy more books for slightly less. Yeah. Uh, at a season when actually sales are down this year from last year, and uh, you know it, a lot of retailers have been complaining, it's too little, too late. The time to have dropped it to two ninety nine was about a year ago when we started complaining. Too many books for three ninety nine. So, who knows? But in response, Marvel has said uh, one way to save money on their books is to fight in Iraq and Afghanistan. Because today they announced that veterans of those wars will get a free year of the Digital Comics Unlimited service. <laughs> that's a that's a nice thing to give that costs them absolutely nothing. Absolutely. So, and you know what's tons of post-war so, so they're, they're saying, the real heroes, <laughs> Marvel. They're saying well, the, guys, the guys that are the guys that are embedded yes. over there can actually get at the digital comics. Uh, no, the guys that are embedded are still serving actively, so okay, they so can't get free service. And the only yeah. books they can get subscriptions to are the Nam, right? Is that what <laughs> and, uh, and Night Nurse. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> book guaranteed to give so you. So Marvel's supplying all the devices for them too, right? All the, <laughs> yeah. all the soldiers, is all it, like the iPads and right. Is it just? I want my hour of computer time. Uh, the article I read today said it was just the vets. Derek McCaw is signing a copy of Tales from the Grave, where he has wow. a story highlighted. Normally, he won't let us stop a podcast unless he's a signing. Here. Oh, you mean, you mean okay. we're joined by somebody famous in this podcast? Did you hear that, Sean? I did. Someone's <laughs> famous. You know, I like would have touted him if he had touted himself. <laughs> I bring Sean for here because he's our friend. Not just because Sean, he, will, Sean, will you sign a copy of the Guild? Nobody, because he's just a, a degree away from Can Felicia Day. Can I sign Day. the comic book that you signed? Oh, yeah. uh, maybe. I don't know what it was, but why don't you? Why don't, the hey, 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 is it weird if I just start signing copies Steve, of Superman? Steve, <laughs> Steve, no, 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 Steve. If anybody's got the Guild, this is the director of the Guild. He could have, you could have that that signed today too. I had nothing to do with that issue, though. <laughs> I know, but you wrote the forward to the trade paperback or something. I'll sign the trade paperback. Okay, but it's not stock. I looked already. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to just playfully... Elusive Comics, a full service. Okay. Oh, they've sold out so of the good trade paperback. You have to come back. All three copies got sold. Yeah, that's right. Sign the wall. Do you like go into that? Are you going like into Barnes and Noble? Just sign the issues. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story happened today. So um, I got so uh, the first three issues of the great of the great the guild. I'm sober. I swear to God. Um, yeah, did we have a drinking contest last year? Yeah, we did. I, th- I, th- I think Nobody that's the problem. To bring beer. Yeah. I, I think being sober is the, is the problem right now. And I can't. But anyways, so we have Dave the K, um, beer. Fleetcher wrote three issues. It was a prequel to, to the Guild series, and I got to write the uh, introduction for it, which for me was like a huge deal because it was like my first involvement ever with comics. And then that led. To, I'm actually um, Vork came out today, which is right. the spinoff. So each character is doing their own, and I'm uh, writing the Blades one right now with Fleetcher. So that'll be my first actual oh, published cool uh, thing. So I'm really excited about that. But then, so I, I do the introduction, and I call my parents, and I'm telling them I'm like. 
because they've been doing Christmas shopping lately, and they're like, yeah, you know, we're going over uh, to like Barnes and Noble and all that. I'm like, oh hey, while you're there, you should check out the the Agil trade paperback and and look at the front because I did the introduction for it. Like, oh, that's so cool. So I, I just got into town tonight, and I and I see them, and they just got back from a day of shopping, and they're like, hey, we saw your uh, introduction today. And I'm like, oh cool, where is it? And they're like, no, we we went to Barnes and Noble, and they went to Barnes and Noble, and they looked what? for it, read it, and then put it back on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> the thing is that, that is parental pride. The thing is, is I mentioned my dad in the introduction, like as like a big influence of. Did you actually into say his name? No, no, why would I do it? that? No, <laughs> it was an older so gentleman. Maybe it could have been anyone who touched dad. me. I don't know the uh, guy who slept with my mom. But I'm like, you guys. He's just going, oh my god. But I just love how they read it. They read the whole thing, went through, flipped through, and they put it back on the shelf, which is kind nice. of like the way I used to uh, read comics. <laughs> That's that's so Barnes and Noble's business enough. plan. Yes, <laughs> that's what everyone does. The recycling for program. I I understand. I had a similar situation with Bella to, with my mom. Uh, still traumatic. You know what? You guys have your therapy uh, some other time. We get back to the podcast. No, kidding, no, this is way cheaper uh, <laughs> <laughs> for some. Uh, so that's very exciting. What's going to happen in the blades? I mean, this is a pre. I didn't know you were writing this. Uh, well, all the issues are all prequel stories. Like the the work one that just came out today deals with um, uh, Vork and his grandfather. Uh, I I guess his grandfather dies in the comic. I guess that's a major spoiler, but whatever. And so uh, each um, comic book well, that in comes the series, on, and I'm dead, not allowed yes, to talk yeah. about what happens in the blades one. But let's just say it's uh, an origin story, and I'm kind of pulling from. Like my knowledge of comics over the years, and I am making references to like a lot of superhero books. It, it's it's going to be a lot different than the other ones. Um, I am writing with Felicia, but she said let's just have fun with this one. So it's going to be a little bit more. Uh, it won't be as traditional as the rest of the good ones. It will have run a lot of parallels to stuff like superheroes and like ultra egos. Do, you know do you know who your artist is yet? Uh, I right now I don't. I know we were between a few. It was originally going to be. Um, Fabio Moon uh, was oh, going to cool. be the artist, but the problem was is that he does not do uh, likenesses. He only does original, um, and so uh. like, he'd have to draw off the actual characters. And and um, so we're looking at him uh, and a couple other. But we're about to narrow down an artist right right now. Um, so I'm excited. It's a super secret. It is secret. You can send it. Tell me later. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll point to one of the books that he's done. <laughs> okay. See it. He's oh my God, Jack Kirby! Wall. He's dead. <laughs> what? Oh, okay, scratch him off the list. Yes, Jack Kirby is doing the Blades comic book. <laughs> oh, you? Do you guys have fanboys? That's a that's a royal exclusive, right? Uh, yeah. Thank that's you. News, right? Thank you. That's yes. even bigger news than Felicia Day eats cats. That is. Wow, yeah, I remember was... that story. Good yeah. times. <laughs> Jack Kirby drawing the Blades one shot. It'll be all over the Twitterverse. It'll be uh, yeah. Twitter. Hashtag impossible. That's a Twitter joke. <laughs> That killed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So speaking right of now, killing, somebody's retweeting. Speaking so. of killing, uh, Archie Spider-Man? Comics has become strangely relevant. Uh, it was announced this week that. Wait, wait. Before what? you go into this one, sure, explain how they've been strangely relevant. I think he was. Uh, well, actually, uh, it was on Big Bang Theory. They actually used that. Uh, they used a character on Big Bang Theory uh, who was reading Archie comics, and uh, he was actually well versed in up to up to date uh, storylines while they were trying. Well, to I mock meant it. wasn't. Well, didn't we report like a few months ago that one of the characters came out as gay or something? Or? Uh, Kevin Kellner is the first gay character in the Archie comics, where uh, they used him to uh, play a mean trick on Veronica. 
by pretending that he was interested in her. Uh, Aren't all the characters in Archie's world gay? <laughs> Not really. No? Just, I'm sorry, I don't read comics. Just asexual. And uh, Troy, cool. Troy today bought a copy of the Archie with uh, Sarah Palin and uh, Barack, <laughs> Barack Obama. He's got people rep. I bought okay. that. Oh, like, like anybody that actually you work with listens to this podcast. Good point. Wow. Okay? They will now. Because <laughs> I'm emailing them. I did. I worked with the wife of one of your co-workers. So I'm totally gonna, you know. Hashtag Troy Benson. Yeah. Is Archie Archie's still really popular, isn't it? Uh, Archie's very quietly um, sells extremely well because it's still the you know kid friendly. Stuckies all across America still sells them on their their spinner racks. What Stuckies? People who have white line fever. And everybody and, and they you know they still got those digests in the grocery stores and people you know that it's safe. And in fact, uh, Alex Segura from DC uh, yes. left DC and went back to Archie where he I guess he'd gotten his start doing. Marketing. Did he really make a choice to do that? You think? Oh uh, yes. Oh, okay. I, just uh, I think he got I got offered a pretty good title and probably uh, pretty good salary, and they're making uh, Baron. <laughs> he's Baron of marketing. Um, and how many Archie books are there? Are the Web of Archie or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. amazing Archie, spectacular Archie, Web, <laughs> Ultimate Archie, Ultimate. and uh, Little Archie and Tiny Titans have been crossing <laughs> over. Actually, no, that actually is true. <laughs> that is true, and they can't keep them in stock here. Wow. They, oh, like they actually call it Little Archie. Well, there is, there is that sounds Archie. way that's, dirty. That's a long-standing title. Oh, it's been okay. there since the is 60s. It, is it L I L apostrophe Archie? Uh, no, L I T T L. Oh, so they're Archie. Okay, so they're very literate. Yes. yes. So, um, <laughs> has there ever been a book that's been called Lil Archie meets Veronica? No. Okay, I just no. wanted to make sure. Uh, but there is this book, Archie Life with Muhammad Archie, Ali. which has been a spinoff of the uh, future version where Archie in one universe married Veronica and one universe married Betty, and so they have parallel stories going on. It's what had happened. And in there, uh, they are going to kill off a beloved character. She's going to lose a battle with cancer. Miss Grundy. That's depressing. Wow. I don't know how to joke that with that. That is depressing. I, I, well, I finally found the one thing that <laughs> Lon will not joke about. The reverence here I, is astounding. Uh, maybe like on the biopsy they go, we found a, we found a little Archie inside you. Now after... <laughs> No, no. Will he travel through time to get back to the present after that? After he makes a cancer? deal with Mephisto. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's laughing doesn't get the joke, but it's still uh, it's our <laughs> Spider-Man's marriage was wiped away. By yes, Mephisto. I, oh, you do know that. I one. do know okay. that one. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. I was I was going to the Return of Bruce Wayne yeah, on my own side, traveling back in time. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's good. and then they're gonna start Archie, Archie Incorporated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Archie Incorporated. And Archie's gonna travel the world, setting up Archie. So there are and two. There's, there's two Archie universes. There's three, if you consider the fact that these two are in the future and they're possible futures. I mean, that's two, uh, yeah. Apparently, four if you conclude yeah, Little Archie. Oh, my God, that's Whoa. four. And then there's the art, the universe where they are actually superheroes. Pure Heart, the Powerful, Evil Heart. Are we going to need a crisis team. on Infinite Archies or what? Or maybe oh, they'll come yeah, out with a weekly series called Five. And it's all five. This will explain why Archie and the Punisher could meet. Six. Ah. <laughs> Well, because he's crossed universes. over to both in the DC universe yep. and the Marvel universe. Oh my God, we need access. Yeah, yeah. That's a character we'll never see again. Thank you. Uh, so, um, yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of odd there. Anyway. Um, other things that are coming to an end at the end of the year here. Wildstorm, the imprint from DC, as we're seeing the last books in these last couple of weeks of 2010. It will no longer exist. Jim Lee. How do you imprint. feel about that, Jason? 
Yeah, Jason. Yeah, because I still know this talking matters about Archie? to you. Here, no, Jason, let me show what a comic book is. Little but Archie yeah. fixes the economy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's going to happen with Wildcats? Or yeah, they're just going away. They're going away for a while. Like I said, they've got some plans, but when Jeff Johns gets back around to it, so they're probably going to let all those characters go for a year or two of quiet. Blackest Night Archie. <laughs> Jason, are, are you remember when we go to Comic Con and we see all those books on the walls? On the, on the, that's the one section of that place that I don't go to. I, that's, that's I spend all of my time waiting in line for Alice and Hayslip. <laughs> it's true, I've waited with him. Yes, uh, that's, yes. that's just so strange. No, I love comics. It's like I've said time and time again, I stopped reading mid-college because it became too expensive. Sure. But of course, now that they're going down in price, too little, too late, Marvel. You lost a customer. Ow. Take that. Ow. I have Ow. no idea where I'm going with this. Please continue. I will. Okay. Uh, so no one really has thoughts on, on Wildstorm, but uh, that, that's okay. Um, how about uh, Troy? Uh, yeah, I know, because the titles will still exist. Just oh, they still have Gen, Gen 13 and Wildcats. I still buy both of those. Gen 13. So. I know that one. Yeah, there you go. And Wildcats is that cheerleading show, right? No, right. I know that's a comic with guys in it. But, that's, oh, okay. but the cheerleading show is produced by Superman. Tom Welling. Is it really? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, really? That's why he like why? really out of that. Yeah, that's why he showed up at Comic Con this year. Is that show dude. still on? Yeah. Smallville? Smallville? No, I know Smallville is Wildcats. <laughs> I don't know if it still it is. It does, or not. and it is, and it's, it does really well from what I understand. <laughs> I don't know. The only show on the CW I watch is Smallville. Smallville. So, is it, that, I, that, that's the uh, CW calling on now to let us know exactly how they're doing? Hold on, it's Tom Welling. Oh, great. <laughs> Hey T, Wildcats, love hey, it. Okay. Hey yeah. TW, how's yeah. Wildcats? Hey. Now, he wouldn't talk to us at uh, Comic Con this year. I talked to, talked to everybody else from Smallville that was there, but Tom he ran Welling, from you. Tom Welling would not. Really? If you did not really, have, really fast. If you did not have a video camera, a Tom Welling was not interested. Uh, in really? We what, was, like he polite, was he polite? Was he polite about it? What? Was he polite about it? Uh, no, they, they just, he didn't even get that far. It was basically, uh, Mr. Welling will not speak to you unless you are broadcast. So, oh. uh, you know, so. Wow, he oh, sounds like kind of internet. a snob. But I got to sit next to John Schneider, so that was pretty cool. You know, Just the good old cool. boys. And uh, Erica Durant. That's cool. Oh, just that's better. that's way shit. better than Tom that's Welling. Way <laughs> better. Cuter. Uh, so, Smells uh, nice. Tom Welling, how come you're playing? How old is Tom Welling now, 40? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thirty-seven. Okay. Let's. I mean, let's not push it. Yeah. And how old is Superman supposed to be in Smallville? Uh, Maybe years 22. now. Twenty-four. Because uh, he was a freshman when it started. Freshman in high school. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, freshman. Okay, so yeah. He was supposed yeah. to be fourteen when he was twenty-seven. He may not have been very convincing. He may not have been that old when it started, but I think he was. Uh, but let's but let's move ahead to, t- to TV. Let's talk. Troy wanted to comment tonight about Batman Incorporated. Now that he's read it, some of it, I have actually read some. I mean, Tell before us. I didn't like it. This is the big before event. I'd read it, mm-hmm. and now I really don't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's one on of the, the flip side. You got to admit it's the most com- comprehensible story that um, Grant Morrison's been telling. Yes, but you know, I was talking about it earlier, and um, you know, one of the things is how dumb is Commissioner Gordon? Pretty dumb. No. Because, I mean, it's kind of like at, at this point in time, I know criminologists. I, I know you have to go to school. I know these people. And the, and which Batman was it? Yeah. But Dick Grayson just kind of pushes a button. You know, they're just letting 
If your criticism is Commissioner Gordon hasn't figured out, Commissioner Gordon does know. They've covered that a couple of times, that he does He's, not want to admit, to say it out loud that he knows. I've, I I recall that from The Dark Knight, which was the first allusion to that, um, that he knew the, the entire time. But, you know, it just sort of seems like everybody should know at this point in time that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Sean, do, do you know? That Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yes, is that a, that's a major spoiler because I was I had no idea. No, no, I'm sorry about Commissioner Gordon. I actually did not know that. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. What? What? Um, is that something that's recently been re- uh, revealed? Uh, it's been a couple uh, after the what was it? No Man's Land. The, he made some reference then. No about, Man's Land when I was when I stopped buying Batman for a long time. Yeah. Well, that was a really yeah. bad crowd, but at the end of it, he uh, said he he. Implied that he knew and said, basically, it's better that I don't say that I know who you oh, are. Oh, gotcha. Because I remember in... How does he not know that his daughter's daughter was back? But I think he... Well, at least at one point in continuity, he did. And she didn't know that he knew. All I remember is they were all secrets. standing on a stage. Like, they're all keeping so secrets from each other. Secrets. Um... So that's basically my so problem. So what don't you like point. about Batman Incorporated? Well, you know, the first problem was... Well, the one... For me, the, the key thing about Batman is the fact that he's this normal guy who the other superheroes defer to, who Superman defers to, who mm-hmm. Wonder Woman defers to. Everybody looks and at this guy and does. And it makes him the guy. Mm-hmm. Having these other Batmans out there just sort of seems to weaken that whole aspect hmm. of who Batman is but and why than, Batman's other important. Other than Dick Grayson, though, they're not actually changing their names. No, they're all Batmans. No, they're not. They're getting they're, sponsored. They're, they're getting sponsored, Batman. but they're not being called... But other <laughs> they're, than they're Dick L. Gray- Batman. Dick... No, they're not. <laughs> Dick Grayson is still Batman, but the... So that means more than one, though. That's but, two. Yeah, but they're going to be things like Knight and Squire. They're, they're going to be... Our, no, no, no. I've been with it. The... In the Batman annual, the guy, the French Batman, was wearing a Batman costume, and mm-hmm. he's Le Batman. Batman. He's not keeping the name Night no. Runner? No. Okay. Which is, by the way, Knight. a very controversial uh, choice, because apparently he's an Algerian Muslim, and so there's a right-wing group that has criticized, because otherwise, no one would have read and noticed uh, that, that uh, you know, the... the Muslims in, in, in France have been caused trouble, so the left-leaning liberals are, uh, you know, chose DC, you know, boycott D.C. because they're siding with the wrong side. Um, I don't know. I didn't read the annual. Going back to Archie. Going back to Archie, yes. With Reggie um, siding with Sarah Palin mm-hmm. and Archie with Obama. Mm-hmm. It's a little subtle. Well. Picking sides. Because like, uh, Reggie's, Reggie's the bad evil. guy. Reggie is evil. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Reggie's the bad guy, but so you know, I mean, basically that's my problem with Batman right now. Is I, I, I think that it diminishes the fact that Bruce Wayne is the guy, even at this point in time where he's coming back from the dead. CTU we're we're is passing calling. notes. I know. <laughs> sorry, my phone is buzzing. I'd rather, you know, go on. No, it's because you gave me a good segue because we're going to talk about movies. And, and last week there was a group called the Council of Conservative Citizens that are protesting the Thor movie because the trailer came out last week. Uh, because he's a god? No, 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 no. That's not why. It was casting, right? It was casting. It is a casting protest, which really? which Lon Lopez protested a year ago. Um, it wasn't so much a protest, it was just the fact that changing kind of the overall theme, not theme, but just uh, 
you know, the characters. So. Yeah, it, they're protesting that Idris Elba, who is uh, a black man, a British actor, is playing Heimdall, who is a Norse god. But let, you and know so what? Therefore, my, this, well, yeah. I, well, yes, we said Norse. Yeah. You know, it, that kind of goes against the thing. But then, but also, I to let's say add to to either my credit or discredit. I also made the comment about changing the other character in the Warriors Three, played by an Asian guy, right? Right, you did. But now these guys are they only keeping their racism to yes, one race? Yes, their only their only complaint is Idris Elba as Heimdall. So right there, they're, that just shows me they're not committed to their racism. They're pure in their racism, <laughs> right? And that just shows me they're more racist because they're only focusing on the black guy and not just being racist altogether. So you are better for being I'm a total for racist. Everyone, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. That's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm just saying, if, you're, if they're going to be based off of Norse gods, they should be Norwegian, <laughs> Nordic, Nordic. Sure, well, sure. I had actually heard that they were playing down the god aspect of Thor, and they were talking about this basically being super. Science. Well, that's what we had kind right, of mentioned. Because what yeah. the trailer says very specifically, it, your people called it magic, I called it science. It's the same thing. Yes. And so. That was a good accent. Can we just that. agree Thank that the you. movie looks terrible? It does. I agree. I just don't think uh, Except Thor... Except for Natalie Portman. I, I just... I mean, I've never thought <laughs> Thor agree. would be a good... Um, especially... I mean, I guess my whole problem with it is... And I'm sorry if I'm going to go off track here for a second, but like... No, no, please go. But but with with Iron Man 2, I was a huge fan of the first Iron Man movie, and then when Iron Man 2 came out, it was like... It, was, it seemed like it was so much more about setting up the Avengers movie than it was about like it being its own story. Which I would agree with, yes. And, and so when you bring that in... And, and I'm, I'm pumped for the Avengers movie, but it, <laughs> there's a MASH game going on I right know. now. <laughs> what? You are just so Where, where, where are you in the game? What is wrong with you? All I can see is Bane is a category... Hold on, I'm almost done. Are we explaining some? Are you going to announce the results of this? Are we explaining some sort of uh, uh, continuity thing to Jason? I, I thought he was just testing my lack of comic knowledge. And then that didn't go so well, it. so they're playing Mash. But I was saying for um, so I, it kind of annoys me now that all these Marvel movies that are coming out are all like tie-ins to the eventual Avengers movie, which which I think Avengers movie like I'm all for that, but like I, I love the fact that. These other movies should be self-contained. Oh, the record just scratched there. Yeah, that was weird. Um, no, there I, was a twist at the end. Shyamalan twist. No, I, I would. Uh, I, I, I agree with that. I think protesting the Heimdall thing is just like stupid. But, um, but the movie itself, I, there's nothing that's getting me super excited about it. It's. Uh, it looks terrible. It, well, I mean, other than Kenneth Branagh, I want to trust Kenneth Branagh, but. Uh, but you know, but it's funny you say that because uh, because that's what that's chain of events in the last month of John Favreau first going into the press and saying, "Well, Iron Man three is going to pretty much be Avengers two. It's going to be whatever happens there. The all to follow is going to be some chapter." And then something this rumor cropped up that he was off of uh, Iron Man three of Iron Man three, and then he confirmed, "Yes, he's off Iron Man three, and he's going to direct the Magic Kingdom, which is sort of Night at the Museum meets Disneyland." Uh, so, which Jason will see. Oh, totally. I will. And not for all the reasons you'd think. I do have a three-year-old daughter. That's not and why I thought so. she's first and foremost. That's not why So he'll be dragging her to... Yeah. She's going to go see this movie. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I've had that sensation. That's, uh, that's what, I, mean, I just flashed back to my dad taking me on It's a Small World when I was four. And that was exactly what he said. You are going to enjoy this ride, damn you it. You will love these children singing. And I cried and cried. I, I cry on Small World, too. Yeah. You will show joy. And I don't know your father, so this, no. this impression is probably He's very inaccurate. No, it's okay. Go ahead. 
Oh, uh, that was it. No, that was <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I, wow. me. That was Kane. Derek's dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway. So, anyways, Thor movie, not, not looking for. And, and so, so, the thing is, I mean, like, first of all, I just, I just have never been into the idea of a Thor movie just because. If he was just in the Avengers, I'd have been cool with it. I, I, yeah. Or even if Thor was its own thing, like, he was the only superhero who existed in, like, the vein that, like, when Iron Man came out. You know, it was just about yeah. just Iron Man. Then Iron Man 2. I, I mean, overall, I thought the movie was really weakened because they were trying to tie in so much Avengers stuff to yeah. it. Yeah. But what about the I like flip- it was an Easter egg and not an Easter basket. But what about the... <laughs> yeah, wow, good. But about yeah. the flip side to the argument, though, is that how, how long has it been since there's been a giant studio... Movie crossover. I mean, like, have we seen some cannonball I mean, run? Except for maybe like the <laughs> and two. Except for and maybe two. like the well Matrixes played, or Lord like of the that. Rings, which has only been like <laughs> trilogies, right? Yeah. That that have all been self-contained in one little. By crossover, you just mean kind of the epic cast of thousands. Yeah, I think, I think you're dismissing Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Well, okay, but it's been <laughs> but a while, been right? Like Fifty years. Fifty years right? <laughs> seems like only yesterday. <laughs> well, so I'm for just kind of saying. There's, there's, I, I can see where Sean's saying is yes, the movies aren't that great on their own, but maybe as a whole, and and maybe just the the, the scope of yeah, attempting I, to do. A giant story no, I, in in cinema. I appreciate that, but they're not could being, be interesting. But they're not being marketed that way. They're being made that way. But you know what? As the fanboys, we're the only ones who seem to care. Everybody else seems to eat them all up. So. And, and those are people that I can't tell Green Hornet from Green Lantern. So they're excited about. But they that. don't care because as long as they get their breaded chicken wings from Carl's Jr., then uh, I think that sounds know. really good. Also those taking all good. these. I'm hungry. I was going to say taking all these points too. Also, just I thought the trailer was boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just looks dull. There wasn't that much new from what we'd seen at Comic Con, oh. and maybe that was part of it. This is Earth, isn't it? <laughs> no, the one thing new they showed, which made me want to punch them in the in the Nordics, was uh, he says, "I strip you of your power," and like Thor's like armor, literally like you know his his yeah. armored sleeves, literally like ripped off, and I was like, "What? His armored sleeves are part of his power?" Or, you know, I guess like, they aren't they Norn armor. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking to the... You don't know. Keep saying Norn. In the comic, he doesn't know. It's a... Norn. It's a... It's a... I'll be right back. I gotta take a Norn. Comfort fit fit God wear. (laughs) Although... I don't need this I will say this about Thor, though. (laughs) Interestingly enough, Asylum... Asylum, that that direct-to-video movie company that did the Princess of Mars knockoff, and they... They did, like, Snakes on a Train, and... Snakes on a Train, and... Titanic 2. Were they Sharktopus? Titanic 2. Oh, my God. Sharktopus? Sharktopus. Uh, they're doing. They're doing Almighty Thor. Really? Yes. Uh, so. I, I'm more excited about that. <laughs> yeah. They so did, they did uh, Transmorphers too. Tra- they did. <laughs> uh, and uh, my. <laughs> yeah. And Transmorphers too. <laughs> so wow. are you a are you a aficionado of Asylum? I am a fan of Asylum. Or I'm, I'm, okay, okay, I'm a fan of the idea of Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I otherwise, have, life is too short. I have actually right? seen like, Transmorphers. I've got is. all their trailers at home. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, you know... <laughs> well, they'd save a lot of money if they just made trailers, because I'd pay to see the trailers, like 99 cents, like iTunes charge, right, right, right. Uh, they're great, but movie, I I did see Transmorphers, and it was completely god-awful, yeah. like, surprisingly. Uh, I'm stunned to discover this. Why are they in a shopping mall for was it? Was it better than Mansquito? <laughs> I don't know what Mansquito is. Uh, don't diss Mansquito, man. I've never sorry. seen it. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little envious of that. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. 
I, you have that on Blu-ray, don't you? I do. I, do. I have it on Laserdisc. That's right here. Uh, Laser. Um, on this just in, the MASH results, uh, Jason Salazar is going to live in an apartment in Metropolis while teaming up with She-Hulk and fighting Bane. Uh, teaming up. First of all, yeah. all of that's believable except for the She-Hulk part because that's a different universe, Lon. Uh, you ever heard of the JLA Avengers crossover? I did. That's why I mentioned Access earlier. God, you guys are so nerdy. We would need Access. This is Jason to do that. League of America? Is that what you know? It has to start somewhere. Okay. And Sin City was one of the cities. It didn't make the cut, though. No, it was. I couldn't well, think. Because you go to Sin City, you get your testicles ripped off. That's what happens in Sin City. Ouch. You, know, you get them punched out. Time and time. No, one got ripped. Oh, one got stomped, but I saw one get ripped off. Ew. Anyway, what's the match with Sanford different than Now, we had an odd little update on the uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie remake. A rumor cropped yes. up this week that the yes. actress who plays Brittany on Glee, uh, the blonde dancer, uh, said that she was in the running to play Buffy. She said that she had talked to them and that she would do anything to be in the movie even if she wasn't Buffy, but... I think it'd be brilliant casting, hey, and all of a sudden, I'm no longer ambiguous about the more ambivalent about ambivalent about that film. I'm, bang, I'm the whole time he said that he's been rubbing his hands <laughs> together. He's, he's, he's pretty excited. I can't wait to get I'm my actually, hands on. Uh, <laughs> I'm ambivalent. He's not going to have action figures, but Buffy might. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually twisting my wet, wedding ring ah! myself that I'm married. That's your wedding ring. That's my wedding ring. I thought that was your class ring. No, that's my wedding. Ring. It's classy. I thought it was your it's Super Bowl ring. Nice. Yeah. A classy guy. Mine's boring. It looks like a Black Lantern ring. Well, Jason. That's my Iron Man ring. Oh, okay. We, it's made of iron. We should mention more visuals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's that your ring on your hand, Sean? Your glasses well, are black. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a little play. It's like okay. a little play. <laughs> I'll just say there, and of course this week was yet another accident on Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. I want to I'm never going to get to see that show. The entire cast will be dead yes. by the time yes. I get to do go. Do you really want to see that show? I do. I want to see more than anything. Okay. That's like craptastic, man. It's got to be so horrendously, hugely. <laughs> it's going to be like watching yeah. NASCAR, where like you see a car about to spin out. And it's going to be like uh, three hundred bucks a ticket, and I'm going to say, "Money well spent." <laughs> you see it? Yeah. yeah. How was it? it was horrible. Nobody fell to their death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, like, it went. If you saw the video of that guy, I mean, that was just like this. I could imagine that was really horrible. Here's oh, Nate that, Costa coming the in the door. Hey, buddy. Yeah, they, somebody, oh, somebody cut that rope. Some, yeah, it yeah, looks it, like it's, it's like the it's, origin of Robin time. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> you see the guy, he exactly. lands, and he starts to take a dive, and the rope just goes, snap. It just snaps. Oh. And it's, it's, you know. Well, I mean, they're using the same technology that the NFL uses for their spinning cameras. Like across the uh, no, seriously, oh, yeah. the cable cam, and uh, so if you think about it, those cameras, you know, they're meant. How often to, do those cameras drop? Well, that's the thing is the cameras they, they kind of run back and forth. You know, they kind of follow the action, or whatever. They aren't doing like crazy zipping across whatever. So you gotta. Well, you, didn't you see? Did you see Pink in her concert where she used the same stuff to like fly over the uh, audience? I and didn't. Stuff? But was, she, I'm just really saying, effective. is like after a while that with those you know kind of like pulleys and stuff or whatever running over those cables. Eventually, it's going to wear that stuff down. Yeah. They're Haven't they snap, been doing or... Peter well, that's Pan why the audience... for like 50 years? Yeah, but Peter Pan wasn't flying over the audience. Yes, he is. Is he? Have you ever seen it? Of course you haven't. Well, I thought they flew... Well, I mean, no. They would those swing are, out, right? Those are steel cables. It's the same stuff they've been using at Disneyland to move people across the park. Well, Tinkerbell flies every night. Well, the reason, why, the, reason why the, show, the reason why the show's been going so long is because all the audience has to sign waivers on their way in. And that takes a long time. It will not sue my neck falls is because half of them want to actually read it. 
Um, yeah, so I I just trouble plagued. It's an awful awful video, and they've delayed the opening again. So there's yeah. still time to donate to the send lawn and Derek to Spider Man. Turn off the dark. Wouldn't it be funny Fun. if like Norman Osborn was the one who was like screwing it all up? I made that joke earlier. You did Derek, before Derek. we recorded Today? just because. Oh, uh, should we acknowledge that we uh, you did get another donation? I did. I got to say, super fandroid Bill Bossert donated money. Hi, Bill. It's Bill. Love Bill. Bill. To the to the, uh, to the fund. He did not. It says specifically, Rick can't come. Uh, but uh, <laughs> nice, Bill. Got to listen to Bill. He yeah. said. He said. Moral th- compass and buzzkill. He wrote to me saying that I had dissed the East Coast by saying there was no unemployment in California. I did write back that that was a joke because the Californian unemployment isn't is, higher than everywhere it's a, else. It's a twelve percent. It's the third highest in the uh, nation. Okay. Yeah, but uh, and and thanks to our medical marijuana, we are also the third highest in other things in the nation. We're getting so, higher all the time. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. And now that Con was here, I need to mention uh, Nate, that Nate walked in here. i got to backtrack the comments a little bit because, Nate, you had some exciting news. You were proud of your brother today. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, national, I sure did, Derek. On a national website, <laughs> The Vulture. Which is, is that off the New York Post? It's uh, New York Magazine. New York Magazine. NYBag.com. Okay. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> and what's yes. the news? I'm leaving that uh, to the you. The news is this. <laughs> Chimney New Christmas. York Magazine posted their... Uh, Top 10 best comics of 2010. Number 7 is Chew. Yes. Number 8 is my younger brother's comic, Pong the Wandering Shaolin Monk. That's awesome. That is Very nice. Very nice. nice. Round of applause. Okay, now go get us some beer. So uh, (laughs) I just wanted to mention that because that's very exciting, and uh, it's really cool that we know the brother of somebody who got... We know the somebody. Somebody. Well, we know Ben, too. That's two famous people tonight. You hear that, Sean? In fact, I I don't (laughs) notice if... uh, if you if you've noticed this, but uh, you know Ben's actually been here for an hour, uh, not talking to us. So <laughs> sitting next to Stephanie. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uncanny. It's weird. So let's turn to some TV news, shall we? Uh, in the last time we, since the last time we podcasted, two comic book related uh, TV series were announced for the 2011 season. One on ABC. No child there, Nate. Sorry. Uh, one on ABC and one on the CW. Take one, they're free. Uh, and uh, that is that the CW is looking to develop Raven of the Teen Titans. They already did that show with uh, the chick from the Cosby Show, didn't they? That's, uh, that's so, so Raven. That's totally so different. Oh, god. That it. would be. Uh, you're right. They did do that, but that's. Uh, but this one would but actually I be about a idiot. daughter of a demon. Short. But it, wasn't there a BBC series that followed kind of the same plot? When you strip away all the superhero stuff of Raven and she's just the daughter of a demon, didn't the BBC try to do a series like that? Uh, Sarah Jane Adventures? No, no, no. The daughter, I don't know. It, Whoa, Dave, listen to us. Whoa. Oh, my God. Dave has come back with beer. Hooray. Oh, that was the voice of God. And the uh, Fanboy Planet Thank you, Dave game Kay. is in Yes. So, uh, anyway. Um, well, so, that about do, does it uh, for this week. So, so, they're doing, uh, <laughs> so they're doing Raven, not talking if they're going to bring in any other Teen Titans. But I think it's a concept that will work fine on its own. Um, and the great thing is that her actual name, isn't it actually Raven? So, you it, it know. is Raven. So, is, does this concept work on its own? I mean, isn't if, Raven just kind of sad? If she's going to high school sad? and she's the daughter of a demon trying and, to get along and oh trying not to uh, bring her... And feeling everybody's pain and yeah. sorrow. Yeah, wasn't and that show already called yeah. My So-Called Life? Or uh, it was any... called Actual High School, really. Oh. Um, Are we going to get like a Raven version of Freaks and Geeks? Is that what we're getting? Ooh. 
Yes. I mean, Freaks and again, damned. It'll be you can't hear this, but my eyebrows just raised. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> can you put a microphone on Sean's eyebrows? Because I'll, I'll bet. I'm not even. They, they, my headset's not even on. I just realized. That. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Hearing us live. Um, people who are sad and, and then moaning. ABC announced that they are developing uh, the Marvel version of Alias, which they can't call Alias because they already had a series called Alias. Uh, which is called, will be called AKA Jessica Jones. Is that anything like AKA Pablo? No. Anybody no. remember that show? I do. Pablo Rodriguez oh, sitcom. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, anybody excited for that? AKA Jessica Jones. Another concept that would probably I am work well. if they include Luke the Cage? first. Uh, yeah, the Luke Cage storyline <laughs> from the first one. I was just gonna, I was looking over at Michael Goodson who just walked in, and. There's beer. I can't say what I wanted to say on the air because I, I just, when they talk about that, I, I just flash back to a Comic-Con when Michael heckled uh, Brian Michael Bendis at a panel. Um, so that's all I can say. But it harkens back to that Luke Cage storyline. So, uh, I was enjoying a Lean Cuisine French bread pizza, if I'm not mistaken. That's great radio. <laughs> 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 we just five minutes of good some chewing. Uh, so, well, no, but that does bring an interesting question to the actual storyline because they probably won't include a Luke Cage character because they're probably developing Cage for his own property. Uh, so been that rumor, yeah. So most likely, that's not even going to be. And, and, in the story, and line. one of the things that made Alias cool was that it was she was on the outskirts of the Marvel universe. Sure, but right. the second major, or no, her first major arc dealt with like Captain America, didn't it? Yeah. So it's like, so you think they're going to actually intertwine? You know, you think they'll reference characters or actually bring them in? Or well, who knows? I mean, because the other thing that we know in development is a Hulk TV series. Which wait is this all Marvel Studios? Yeah, so that's all under their umbrellas. I guess they could include whatever they want. I guess they they could do it a lot like Frontline. Disney owns it all, including ABC. So why not? That would be awesome. Would they do that? Could they put Tron in it? Number one movie this weekend, by the way. Yeah, I haven't seen how is they could. It's all right. You know, it's a shame we didn't have Gaz in here for that one. But um, anyway. so that's the end of the thoughts there. I'm going to get to, by the way, that just a, sort of a post-Christmas, now the things to buy for yourself, DVD, which Troy had a strong opinion on. Uh, Warner On Warner Archives, they've got these you know, kind of made-to-order DVDs. You go online and you can, you can buy them there instead of in yes. the regular store. Uh, they offered Thundar the Barbarian about yes. a month ago. Thundar. And so Troy... Actually, they're, they're spotlighting it on the back of a lot of comics right now. Yes, I was trying to look for oh, that. Yeah. Uh, they spotlighted that with Legend of the Superheroes, the fabulous <laughs> Hanna-Barbera live-action ser- uh, two-issue series, uh, two-episode <laughs> series. Yeah. Uh, Wait, Thundar was only two episodes? No. No, no. Uh, the Legend of Superheroes and the... Roast uh, the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah the superhero was, Wasn't, like, Adam West in that? Yes, Adam yeah. West and Roar in there. Yeah. Um, Charlie Callis was Sinestro. Um, Frank Gorshin. Frank Gorshin, Frank Gorshin was a Riddler. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Frank pot Gorshin belly. in the picture, he's got a side view so you can see the pot belly. And the, it's just yeah, awesome. Very nice. Yes. So, the um, Huntress. The Huntress, which was barely speaks. Barely speaks, which yes. is confusing because she's from Earth 2. Right. Hawkman and Black Canary are in there as well. Green Lantern. Green Lantern Green was in Lantern there, was yes. it? Yes. Uh, I've so never Solomon seen this. I, I, Solomon Grundy. I think because, because you're over the age of, of eight, probably yes. shouldn't now. I would love. Yeah. Is it? 
Have you seen it? I did watch it with my son, who was six, who absolutely loved it, and I had missed it the first time around, and so I was excited to finally have a you know a copy that was strange enough remastered. Uh, they even had outtakes. Somebody still had outtakes from this, wow. which was really bizarre to me. Um, is it fun? Is it is it half an hour? They have all those I, superheroes. I saw it it's when an it was, hour. When yeah, it was when I was minutes. eight, it was fun. Yes. Oh, yeah. when I, and, and, and so my son absolutely yeah. loved it. I Absolutely saw it again later it. on. Not and so later much. when Jason makes his daughter watch it, um, she'll really love it. The first thing I'm making her watch of any importance is The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. After the Star That's Wars great Christmas special. After the Star Wars now, Christmas special. Be yes. good or Daddy Dad will take you in for a spinal <laughs> That's tap. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't fun. Oh, no. Yeah. And Dad knows. Right, Derek? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 but essentially... The, the Roast of the Superheroes was a live-action, yeah, yeah. campy version of the challenge of the Super Friends, really. It was yeah. going, kind of going on at the same time. Yeah, and, they still kind of have basically the Hall of Doom and the Hall yeah. of Justice, and it's still... And both are by Hanna-Barbera, both the live-action and the cartoons. So, yeah. But let's go to Thundar. You love Thundar. <sighs> I great. do, too. Thundar was just I great. I love it, too. Talk about you Thundar, know, well, then, because like, I miss Thundar somehow. Ukla How the did Mock? you miss Thundar? Oh. You might have been like... <laughs> You're a teenager and just right you know age. doing yeah, uh, important you stuff. I think Saturday morning I was doing like um, he had a lightsaber marching in, band, getting involved oh, in your band sleeping and stuff like that. It was a different geek thing I was doing. Then. Oh well, I was no, no, too no, busy reading. You were working. I was working at the pizza parlor and oh, I had to do Saturday morning prep. That. So uh, Jack Kirby based characters. Uh, Thundar takes place in a commandy like world in the future. He's a barbarian. And he has a lightsaber. He's got a it, it's kind of this combination of Conan with Star Wars and Commandy and there's Ukla the Mock who's Chewbacca, Chewbacca basically. Yeah. You know, it capitalized on the Star Wars a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's it had just, a princess, lightsaber, and a Wookiee. The the saddest part about Thunder the Bar- Barbarian is apparently the world was destroyed in nineteen ninety four. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was because so, a meteorite passed through the earth and the moon or something like that. Yeah. Right. And the the moon split in half and it's really kinda cool because in all the scenes the moon is oh, yeah. broken. Like, it looks like apocalypse kinda. Yeah. When really we know that the moon was destroyed in nineteen ninety nine. Not destroyed, just moon. No, that's that's later. Right. That foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, but um, you know, it's this combination of sword and sorcery, which, by the way, still holds up. I, I enjoy watching Thunder the Barbarian the on, the cart- on the Cartoon Network. Ariel. Ariel. And this is before the Little Mermaid. Yeah. So. Yes. I love it. So no, good, combination yeah. of super science. That was a filmation, wasn't it? No, it's no, Hanna Barbera. Oh, it's Hanna Barbera. Right, right, right. Okay. That's why it's uh, Warner Brothers. I don't know who controls filmation's assets now. And I loved how Thundar was always—he was always, he was always hot-headed. That's that's Warner Brothers because Ruby Spears was really Hanna Barbera. Oh, was it? Yeah, Joe Ruby and Ken Spears were um, the art directors from Hanna Barbera, and so they kind of like. Spun into a side studio, but it was all. Oh, I but like Troy said, the the Kirby influence is really, really strong, and just about everything about that—the yeah. scenery, the characters—it's the actually a really good-looking cartoon. I mean, it, at the time, it was really good, and it, it still holds up now. So, go yeah. buy it. I loved it. It's one of the few that I'm considering getting off. That buy list. it. Oh, well, very good. Now, how about uh, Space 1999? Because we referenced it there. You brought the Blu-ray. Down. That one I've got. So, uh, documentary about uh, back in 1999 when the uh, moon pulled away. Yeah, it's a documentary. When, remember in 1999 when the moon, there was an explosion on the moon and it shot out of our orbit? We just discussed that? the moon was destroyed in 94. I no, know. that was Wait, a comic. This All is I was real. thinking of was Y2K that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, this was in the world where Archie married Betty. 
Yes. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Got it. So you had Gary and uh, Sylvia Anderson, uh, producers of things like Stingray and Supercar, and you know the uh, the uh, what was the one about International Rescue? Uh, Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Yeah. So they they were big uh, model Supermarination folk, and so. We had a group of production people who had recently done UFO uh, in the Brit- British and uh, brought over to the U.S. And this was the follow-up to UFO. They t- basically took the production company and decided they wanted to do a TV series that uh, took off on like the the 2001: A Space Odyssey science fiction and yes. and Star Wars following uh, following the uh, Star Trek Star Trek Star Trek pre Star Wars So the point right? we're going to so, say here yeah. is you got the Blu-ray season right. 1 Season 1 comes out um and it's beautiful. It's absolutely marvelous. They remastered. Your eye? I I was I was amazed at how good this looked because they uh, <laughs> I was going to wipe the tear away. <laughs> I know. I appreciated that. That was going to smudge was, my glasses. Wipe the metaphorical tear. Um, Barbara, Get a room. You got Barbara Bain and uh, and Mark Martin Landau, Landau who, who were married at the time. Who were married at the time? Married on uh, Mission Impossible, and uh, they're the, the 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 scene where. Landau comes in as Commander Koenig is is shot for shot taken from 2001 of the guy on the uh, the space shuttle. The the camera angle is exactly the same as it's sitting down. Um, the spacesuits, everything in this is is really to uh, two 1975 standards. What was going on in the space program? What you could extrapolate would be happening in 1995, 1999. If in fact the space if NASA had, converted had not actually, fallen all apart and just gone to the shuttle, now but, Derek. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the the uh, this is a seven disc Blu-ray with all twenty four episodes. I think it is of. Uh, I love how their spaceship the looks season. like a household pet. It looks the, like a like a little. It looks like a wiener dog. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Sally? I'm going to take the Christmas gift Lon just offered. Sen- self censorship. What? What? I offered that? Yeah. You're nice. giving that to me? Derek, correct me if I'm wrong, because I just re- read this on the internet, but Martin Landau, who stars in Space 1999, I read somewhere he was the original choice for Mr. Spock. Yes. And... Well, the strange coincidence is that then when he left Mission Impossible, Leonard Nimoy came in as That's the, true. As the, as the replacement for him. Character. Their yeah. lives have been intertwined. Right, it's absolutely. just, I mean, but you know, looking at Landau on the cover of Space 1999, I'm thinking he could have been a good Mr. Spock. They look quite a bit alike. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh, yes, and uh, but but Landau did win an Oscar for uh, you know later for one of the, Ed one, Wood. It is a respected actor now. And one of the criticisms of the show is that the main characters don't really and show emotion. Not? <laughs> That was kind of a subtle. I'm not gig saying that. No, Nimoy. I love Nimoy because I, I know I don't think you do. I do, I do. <laughs> I must have listened to the ballad of Bilbo Baggins thousands of times through junior high. That's why I didn't date till I was 25. <laughs> um, anyway, it came out last week and uh, highly recommended. If, if you. If you want to find out what happened, why the moon is no longer in the sky, go uh, to your local library. How do you <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> now, Rick, if you want to learn more about, about the space. special effects. The special effects are hit and miss. How are the stories? The stories are great. The stories are, okay. are you know, some of them are not not as good as others, but they were going for. They do things like there there are unresolved plot lines. One of the thing about things about it is they're not on a spaceship that they can stop. They're on a moon that's shooting out through space, so they can stay someplace for a little while, 
and then they have to leave, and so yeah. they don't always sort of like Voyager. stories don't always kind of close like Star Trek. Close nicely the way now, they did in Star Trek. How Star Trek Voyager? It's kind of like or the Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's the Love Boat, only yeah. not as kind of like Gilligan's Island. Who was this at, no at the time? Who was this show uh, aimed at? Was it adults? I think was it, it at anybody who was, was uh, jonesing for Star Trek at the I time? I think which that was what I remember. The syndicated. It wasn't. I just remember it. So it was Saturday nights at seven. Saturday nights at seven p.m. locally here. Was it like a thinky sci-fi thing, or was it actually like Star Trek? Actually, the first season was very thinky, very kind of mysterious. I love how you all use thinky. Thank you. And and then in the second season, they brought in a hot metamorph. They did, and and an exciting young pilot. That's right. I remember that. Catherine Schell, who I was, was eight, and I yeah. don't know why. I didn't know why I liked it, but I did. Yeah, you know, she could be she anybody. Was like animal, but could become a lot more people. Yeah, kind of like Wilma Deering the first time. Oh. Yeah, they, were, they were actually going for a lot more yeah. adventurous. <laughs> yes, they, Aaron Gray. The uh, the special uh, options on this are really quite accessible. They're they're little episode, little five minute things about each one of the episodes, and they talk about like. They invented technology for this because they were shooting like video screens, and so they didn't want to get that roll that you used to get on video so, screens. So they found a way to sync it with the with the so film. So thanks, thanks, Space Nineteen Ninety Nine for cell phones. And <laughs> yeah, and they had they had video and phones the and computers. Computers. Yeah. The Macintosh was invented for Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. It, it uh, cool. yeah. All right, uh, but you know, also this week uh, that I think some of us touched base with. Um, back to the snark, Robot Chicken Star Wars Three. Is it, what, uh, yeah. they, what are they officially called? Was I thought that it was called Episode Three. Episode Three. Yeah. Uh, debuted Sunday night. So uh, reviews, re- reactions. I loved it. I thought I thought it was the most brilliant thing Robot Chicken's ever done. I would concur. Yes, because I'm, I'm normally. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. The Episodes one and two weren't. This one was an hour long. Yes, and the first two were only half an hour, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So for stop motion animation, that's that took a lot of time. Ridiculous. But but, but the difference with this one, though, is like you said, those first two followed the format of the show Robot Chicken, whereas this one still had Robot Chicken elements, but actually decided to tell a narrative from start to finish. It was a bunch of little skits. Yeah. Well, it was like the Emperor Palpatine's story, which he was talking about. And and Gary the Stormtrooper and Boba Fett. But well, I, and, and that's how they were advertising it too, because they they would just highlight those. It was uh, Boba Fett, Yuri Stormtrooper. Um, who's the, there was a fourth person in there? Um, Palpatine and uh, oh, and then just uh, Boba Fett. No, probably. and then uh, Vader. Oh, okay. Or, or, yeah, sort of Anakin. Anakin. They were all sort of there, yeah. And I but like a little part, note they said that it was inspired by Wicked. What? Wicked? As they said in one of the little writer's notes beforehand, it said that, yeah, that it, after seeing Wicked and seeing Wizard of Oz from uh, the witch's point of view, mm. they were they wanted to do one from the Emperor. That part it, when they freeze it and start playing Wicked the Who? It was a musical that's been very yeah. popular. Yeah. It was like, I what, what's that cried. song? Bob, Bob O'Reilly? Bob O'Reilly. Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah, it's like... Once they started playing that, I, I was like, I'm in. I'm so in. to some other film, and I can't it's remember what like it is. It's in like almost every like co- like you know my life and review movie yeah, trailer. So. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. they hit, that, they hit that note perfect. <laughs> I also liked the, the writer's notes. With, and I don't know if those will end up on DVD or not, but they said like the best part. One writer's note said the best part about doing these Star Wars specials is getting to call Harrison Ford's <laughs> agent and hearing him scream no. <laughs> Like on that on that note, don't go see Morning, Morning Glory. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part too was uh, what Seth MacFarlane is the Emperor. Yes, well, he plays that so 
just perfect. Like he minds that comedy of like that bitter old, yes. like you know, goofy He's a emperor. Man. Yeah, no, I loved it. it Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, go f yourself. On the flip side, has anybody seen It's a Trap, which came out? I Tuesday just I bought it on my way here. Okay. Yeah, I have it at home. It just okay, came so no one's seen it yet. All right, yeah. <laughs> but it hasn't been broadcast. Yet, right? It's just, no. No. It's just DVD release. They yesterday. usually wait like a good six months or so yeah. before okay. they okay. put it out. So all right, I don't they know come the magic mailboxes. Uh, it, it came. Yeah, the last one came with a T-shirt. And, uh, uh, the first one did. Uh, something, something, uh, something. Dark right, side. Right, right. Still had a lot of. No uh, still had a lot of extras on the DVD itself, okay. but yeah. but there was no yeah, special package. The Blu-ray might. Have, I, I just bought just the center DVD. Um, and the, there was a few. I mean, nothing of note, obviously, because nothing's coming to mind. I looked at the back, and it was nothing like really impressive. Okay. Uh, whereas I remember with something something dark side, it was like they had a table read of it's a trap and like yeah yeah. Um, I don't, but I don't think they had like a lot of animatics and stuff like that. But you know. yeah, I can't really. It's actually I think it may be in the car. I can go grab it. But that's, that's all right. We that, that could take minutes. we gotta wrap it. We could take minutes, and we don't <laughs> have minutes. We have to kick the director of the guild out so that World of Warcraft and Dungeons and Dragons what can play here. Is, is, that why, is, that, is that why everyone's here? Yes. Right. <laughs> So no, there's an irony! Wait, so this is an audience? <laughs> no. no. There are people in line no. waiting? They don't listen to us! <laughs> they just want your seat. They don't buy comics. They want your chair. Sean, Sean turn around. That's chair. the real guild. Yeah, <laughs> right there. <laughs> totally Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I think on that note, we'll wrap up here. This is If you have any questions, comments, commentary, compliments, you like lawn, write to sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. I want to tell also, uh, Sean's latest project was, uh, we posted on Family Planet, A Very Zombie Holiday. I meant to talk about yes, it. thanks for great, posting that. A great little film. Go and see it. Go watch it on Fanboy Planet. Tickets are, go your computer. Tickets are available now. Yeah. Try, to try and get an sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com or editor at fanboyplanet.com. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of Fanboy Planet. Lon D-Box Lopez. Yes. Jason Salazar. I went back to Lon's mic. God, yes. you, you leaned far. I'm, I did. Mic right here. Sean, Jason Salazar. Sean Becker. <laughs> Troy Benson. And Rick Brettsnyder reminding you, Merry Christmas and wait a second. Stephanie, get to the microphone. Damn, for God's sake, you traveled up from L.A. too. Good show, Stephanie. <laughs> Wishing you a Merry Christmas and reminding you to... Use your powers only for good. Only for good. Sean, you're our total celebrity voiceover this week. And don't forget the floss. Hello, Dum Dum. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. And if you like the extra music from this week's podcast, make sure and go to thefump.com. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. Look up The Great Luke Ski and find It's a Fanboy Christmas, Part 3. It's, it's very funny stuff, and you won't regret it. Happy Holidays. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, Spock. Jingle bell, guys on the Enterprise. Kirk is off work, cruising neutral zones. Have hot chocolate to warm your bones. 
Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell spark. A snowball fight with Corbomite. Mary is Harry, mud in your eye. Oh the red shirts survive. The Mugato's getting blotto. The corn make up the band. Captain Pike's there in his light chair. Connor's mistletoe for Janice Rand. Pointy-eared logic Scrooge follow a star. Your holiday time's a mock. Here's an old Ryan slave girl gift for Potfar. That's the Jingle Bell. Give it all your gut, Commander. That's the Jingle Bell Spy. So now that you've done three of these, you're not doing any more, right? Of course not. Really? Bazinga. No peace on earth. Goodwill towards men. We are peace always. 